We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, Psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to the Connecting with Coincidence radio show with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, bringing together the world's synchronicity experts to help you use meaningful coincidences to develop spiritually, psychologically, and practically. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence into your web browser to find the book, website, Psychology Today blog, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. And now, here is the host of the Connecting with Coincidence radio show, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to Connecting with Coincidence. I am your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. And we are starting with our Coincidence of the Week today. It comes from super fan of the show, Gina. And Gina writes to me saying, I was working at a breakfast restaurant and dating someone. One day I was assigned to stock the salad bar as usual. I accidentally cut up a zucchini instead of a cucumber. Me and another employee talked about it for a long time and laughed about it, and this other lady that worked there had to help me find the cucumber. 
Then the guy I'm dating at the time calls me up while I'm still at work, but I'm done with the shift and I'm still sitting there waiting for my ride, she says. He almost immediately tells me a story of what happened to his mother that day while she was making soup. She accidentally cut up a bunch of zucchini and added it to the soup instead of the cucumber the recipe called for. Why would he even tell me that story? Well, Gina didn't think it was as big a coincidence as we hear uh, on some of this on, from some people on the show, but it, it was a very telling coincidence. It told us something about how the boyfriend connected between his mother and Gina. And it begins to map out the cartography of the psychosphere. How is it that we are connected? And here is a is a guy connected to two women, and you can make out what you ever you want to about the zucchini versus the cucumber. Our guest today is Doug Dillon, who is a meditator, paranormal explorer, author, and former educator. Doug writes for both adults and young people, mostly in the area of history and the paranormal. His most recent nonfiction book is Carl Jung, Hauntings and Paranormal Coincidences. His first literary attempt was co-authored years ago by his wife, Barbara, and it's titled An Explosion of Being, An American Family's Journey into the Psychic. Building on his work with teenagers and his experience with the strange and unusual, Doug is in the process of completing a young adult paranormal historical fiction series titled The St. Augustine Trilogy. In the trilogy, coincidences abound as teens Jeff and Carla struggle to understand being inundated by weird events in the oldest and most haunted city in the United States, St. Augustine, Florida. One of the things about Doug's stories is they are like Gina's everyday coincidences. And it's those everyday ones that alert us to the mysterious hiding in plain sight. Doug, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bernie. It's great to be here. Glad to have you. I look through your book, and they are there are a lot of stories that are personal, that are experiences that you had. But there was one that I was particularly interested uh, that I hadn't seen of Carl Jung, uh, and, and Carl Jung was at a wedding and talking with uh, somebody, who uh, a lawyer, I think, and the. The lawyer said something, and then Jung just went on almost in a trance, and it turned out that Jung was somehow describing the history of this this lawyer, this man, this guest he did not know, and Jung did not remember afterwards how that happened. Where did you get that story, and what did you think about it? Yeah, that was a story I got out of a book, um, Carl Jung and the Paranormal. Uh, and synchronicity, and uh, it was a fascinating, fascinating look into Young as really being uh, almost a trans medium. I mean, he went into a trance during that dinner and started talking to this guy and just telling him everything about himself, and he didn't realize that, and then thoroughly insulted the guy. And to me, it was just a revelation that uh, Young had for his own sensitivity and his own connectivity with all kinds of things. And, and I was struck by that, if I didn't know about that story, and that uh, I had a patient uh, meeting her for the first time, um, and I did something similar. I started telling her about herself, and she she went back and told her friends that it was like 
talking with a medium on uh, t on television, one of those television <laughs> shows, and 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 like like Jung, as you described, I didn't remember what I said, and she did not remember what I said either. Yeah, it's just a fascinating coincidence, especially when when psychiatrists are revealing those things to themselves. I just find it really interesting. Well, it's it's it. I hope it's happening more. I hope it's happening more. Would you tell us about some of your own coincidences, Doug? Well, the one that I had mentioned to you when we talked on the internet before was that you know our show today was been postponed several times. We were supposed to do this show back in January, then it got put off to February, and then it got put off to the twenty-first of March. And so, as the show got closer here, I thought, you know what? I think I better. Better, uh, I think I better reread Bernie's book. I want to make sure I remember what his his thoughts were about synchronicity. So I did that, and then one chapter was really interesting that you discussed the connectivity of uh, coincidences and finances and money. And I'd never thought about that type of thing before. When I read it previously, I kind of dismissed it because it just didn't wasn't in my realm of interest. But uh, I said, you know, that that really is interesting, and you gave some directions it, it, of how. It, it is in the realm of interest, lots of people, though, Doug. I mean, it's it's uh, the secret. Uh, that book, the secret, is was starts off with uh, with imagining money and then getting it. Then that that was the biggest chapter. So it's 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 great that that's not your major interest, but a lot of people try to use variety of ways to get money. So please continue. Yeah, exactly. That just. Uh, I know a lot of people are fascinated with that, but it just uh, wasn't in my in my sights at that point. But I said, you know, maybe the next time I really have a need that I'll I'll try that out. And so, you know, all of a sudden my car just went out on me. I've got an old 1995 Cadillac that was my mom's. I love the car. Beautiful, beautiful. Spent, yeah, I've spent so much money though in trying to keep that car up. But I had the car taken in, and it got, they fixed it for a couple of hundred dollars, and then it went out again, and they said, well, you know, Doug, it's going to cost you $350 to have a diagnostic done on it. And so I said, all right, go ahead and do it. They came back and said, yeah, you know what, you're going to need a new transmission. So oh, here we go, $2,300. I'd had a transmission put in there a couple of years ago. And the car is just becoming a money pit. And I told him, just hold off on that. I need to think about what I'm going to do. And money is really is really tight in this month of March. I mean, this is tax tax time. Barb and I need to put our taxes in. And we really never get much back. And a lot of times we have to pay taxes. So anyway, I took Barb to dinner that night and said, hey, you know, hon, I guess, guess what? My car's out again, and I really don't know what to do about it. I just want to let you know what's going on. And she proceeded to say, hey, look, why don't we just use my car as the family car? We did that when we were first married. Anyway, it worked out perfectly that we could share the car. She works out of her house, out of our house a couple of days a week, and we're doing car sharing. It saved me a bunch of money. And I thought, that's great. So I called the shop with the car. I said, tell you what, guys, put that sucker back together. I'm going to come pick it up. Picked it up the next day, and... All of a sudden, I'm signing a form, and it said about the diagnostic, and all the cost factors were zeros. 
And I told the owner, I said, wait a minute, this says zero. You said 350. I don't want to, you know, slight you from getting your money. He said, no, nah, just forget about it. I'm not going to charge a thing. So uh, all of a oh, sudden, I was, that was that was nice of him. That was nice. Yeah, of him. I mean, I was 350 dollars to the good. I said, well, what a what a wonderful coincidence. What a and so uh, I had really before I meant to say before that I when the car went out, I said to myself, let me just do the Bernie thing and let's kind of lightly put that out into the universe that I need some help with my finances, and all of a sudden I'm $350 to the good. So took the car home, and we decided to give the car away and gave it to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and the car was doing, they finally put it on the ramp and took the car away, and I was kind of sad about that, but there it goes, and about two weeks ago, all of a sudden, I got a check in the mail, and the check was for the National Flood Insurance Company, and it was for $7,993. I thought, what the heck is this? It turned out that the flood insurance company, the national company, had been overcharging us for years, and this was five years of overpayments that just came coincidentally out of the blue and I thought maybe this is something that everybody, we live in a little river, and thought maybe everybody was getting that. My insurance people said, no, we don't know anything about that. It must just be you. I asked my neighbors, no, they didn't get it. So all of a sudden, somehow, I was getting, I came up with $7,993. And then this week, I picked up my taxes from my tax guy, and he said, guess what? You're getting $2,500 back. Barbara and I have never gotten that much back in our entire lives. So anyway, all of a sudden, I'm money to the good. I've got more money than I needed for the month of, month of March, and I'm just doing fine. And Bernie, it just it really works, and I was delighted. Well, thanks for that story, Doug. And we're coming to the end of this segment. And in the next one, I would like you to be able to tell me how you think that happened. You're listening to Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. This is the X-Zone Broadcast Network. And we're talking with Doug Dillon about coincidences and this time some money. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. 
So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to CC with BB. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on the Exxon Broadcast Network. And, this is, and we are talking with... Doug Dillon about how he got some cash in a way that looks like maybe he had something to do with it. So, Doug, how do you think that happened, that you got that extra money? Uh, damned if I know. <laughs> Definitely, I think that putting it out there into the universe somehow made some of those things happen. Just like the $350, there was no way that, you know, that was going to happen as some kind of thing you could predict into the future. But the other things, I mean, the money that came in from the taxes, the money that came in from the flood insurance, that was somehow already in progress. Yeah, it was. And so it was, it was like an intersection of lines that it was happening just before your show. It was connecting to your show. It was connecting to your book. All of these things seemed to intersect. And it was simply, I guess, me tapping into that in some way. That's the best way I can explain it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, you, you, the St. Augustine trilogy, what, what are you trying to be able to tell people about, um, the paranormal, um, and hauntings and coincidences in that book? Well, with young people, uh, you know, they sometimes get, get, get involved with, uh, going to movies and all those really wild, crazy tales about the paranormal. A lot of times it's very violent and very negative. That's yes. What I'm yes. To do is to is to make it more palatable, to make it as a, as a natural thing that sometimes can appear scary on the face of it, but is not really. But you, if you delve into it, if you take a, take a breath and realize, as you call it, the psychosphere is there, and to look at it deeply. And when things like that happen to you, you simply ask the question, what, what can I learn from that? And how can you develop to understand and to control events the best you can instead of trying to avoid them or trying to be fearful of them. That's the, that's the main thing, and as well as really teaching kids that coincidences are out there and you can have an effect on them and just watch and see what happens. Because to me, coincidence and synchronicity is really just your way to connect with the universe and to have the universe come back to you and say, hey, look, you're really connected here. Don't give up. Stay with us, and things will be okay. Yeah, that's one of the what you just said there is one of the primary uses of coincidences uh, is to make you feel like there's something else going on that's helpful to you. 
it 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 confirms it supports it acknowledges you and what you're trying to do when you said earlier about trying to combat the the violence in the parapsychology of, of like I may call Marvel the Marvel universe the the <laughs> the superpower universe that is oh, so yeah. much out there uh, a, a patient of mine um, uh, is very much into the Marvel universe she she's she knows the characters very well and I've uh, I've spent uh, time somewhat identifying with uh, Professor X and his telepathic capacities um, and she pointed out that these guys and women in the in the Marvel universe have a lot of superpower but they're unhappy they're unhappy they're always like fighting some bad guy and there's a lot of violence but more than that they they don't have good relationships and she pointed out to professor x and magneto were very very good friends at one time and then they became mortal enemies uh-huh. and that was such a that that blew my mind to think of that. I mean, it seems so obvious now. And what what I, I hear you doing is trying to be able to say something about these potentials in each of our children and these teenagers who are seeing this and saying, well, maybe there's something that I can use from here that's positive. Absolutely, and you know, with that, the first book of the trilogy, uh, I. What the books um, became part of a curriculum for one of the high schools near near here. Good. And this was for a bunch of non-readers, but the teacher used the book and the kids loved it and they got deeply involved in it. And she said, "Hey, can you come out and talk to the kids?" And these were a lot of kids who have been having trouble in school. I had worked with a lot of kids like this, but you know, a lot of times for them to talk to an author, I thought, I don't know if that's going to work too well. But boy, they ate that up. And in talking about this, here's these kids got deeply involved, and they started telling me their stories, things what, they had what, never what, told. Tell, tell me one of those good stories there, Doug. Well, the uh, young lady had uh, seen her, her deceased mother appear to her twice, and she knew it was true, but everyone around her told her it was, it was fake, that she was hallucinating or whatever. But so through that conversation, she really felt confirmed and even wrote me a letter like some of the other kids did later. And it just it felt so good to see kids thinking about that in a positive light. Beautiful. Can you tell us any other stories from that classroom? Um, boy, it's been quite a while, Bernie. Okay, I but and it, that, that's that, it's such a good service for you to be doing. And I, I try to figure out how I could reach younger people. And you are doing just that because they need to know that the craziness that adults call some of these experiences are very real. And they need to be confirmed just the way you are doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what about one of the... Pardon me? No, it's just a lot of fun doing that. I really enjoy that. And in your in your trilogy, what could you tell us of one of the stories that uh, seems to be a good one for the younger people to to tune into? Well, the main character Jeff, at some point, um, he collapses. He has an accident and collapses. And uh, is wakes up and he is looking down on his body from on high, so he's having a near death experience. 
And then from that near-death experience, that's when a lot of these events happen. And so that was uh, really a confirmation to him and to a lot of kids that these things do happen because they've heard about them on TV. Yeah. And so to take, take that and say, well, can that happen to me? Because I've had kids say to me, yes, I have had an out-of-body experience like that. And so it becomes more real and more useful when those are pointed out to them. That's a, as happened with my patient, now that you mention it, they see it on TV and then gets confirmed in reality by uh, an adult. Absolutely, because TV is, uh, is, their, is their world. Yeah. And then seeing that and then having those experiences, because a lot of times I remember growing up, things that I realize now were paranormal. My parents just said, oh, you're just imagining things. And there's a put down with that, but people yeah. really, really know deep in their soul that they're that they're true, but they feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. And and, and after Jeff has this um, out of body experience, what sort of things happen to him? Well, what the essence of that is that he is being he's being accosted in a way by a spirit, and this is a spirit by a, of a soldier who had died in the Second Seminole War, and that soldier was a, was a member of his family. He was actually his great-great-grandfather. And so this whole story, the first book in the trilogy, is a revelation of the soldier who died fighting Native Americans that he really didn't believe in and was trying to get Jeff to help him get out of this self-imposed hell on the other side, where he, when he died, he was really feeling guilty about that whole event and could not get out of it. So he's getting Jeff to help him, but it appears to Jeff as if he's being almost attacked by this, by this ancestor. And he's not really And that whole revelation of how to, how to deal with that, how to look at things differently, to stand back and be able to go into your, the overdrive mind where you're kind of not looking at things from a human viewpoint, it's more of a spiritual viewpoint, and take a breath and watch what happens, see what you can learn. And you, you learn for yourself, but you can also help others in the spirit world or the regular world when you're talking to other people. Wow. Wow. And how much of this is based on your own experiences, Doug? Well, bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. Of course, I make it really exciting, the things that... It didn't happen that that exciting for for me in my life, but there was enough startling events that I extrapolated that to make it something really interesting to catch the interest of kids, but yet not not super violent and not in such a way that things are a negative. And really, I tell kids too when I talk to them. When Barbara, my wife, and I wrote that book you mentioned explosion of being about our family's psychic development years ago. And when the book first came out through Prentice Hall, I mean, Barb and I did radio shows all across the country and had a lot of fun, and people talked to us about, uh, did call-in shows, and it became pretty popular, and we got a call from a movie producer. And so I tell kids, yeah, I got a call from a movie producer. <laughs> they wanted to make that book into a really spooky spooky story movie type thing and and barb 
and I said, wow, this is so cool. We're going to have so much fun with this. We're going to be in the movies. But we started both probing into this producer and turned out he wanted to make it into one of these horror movies about the paranormal. And we finally said, no, no matter what we would gain from that, it's not worth misleading people. And so let's, we talk to kids about these other stories that they see the horror stories on TV, that that's not the reality of it. And a lot of times they, uh, there's a core something that has happened to somebody and some movie producer somewhere has just totally messed that up and given, given people the wrong idea of what's happening with the paranormal. And we're coming to the end of this, and I look at I look at science fiction movies for the truth that's buried somewhere in between in the movie, and then they make up the rest of it. You're listening to uh, Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, M.D., and this is the Exxon Broadcast Network, and our guest is Doug Dillon. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.future. Love getting prices that are lower than low on food that's fresher than fresh? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Of God, amen.com.
You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back to CC with BB. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on the Connecting with Coincidence show. And the song you heard at the end of the last segment is a song on an album that I co-wrote uh, songs for. The songs are based on my book, Stories Connecting with Coincidence. And you can look on Spotify for Connecting with Coincidence or on iTunes for Connecting with Coincidence songs if you want to hear more of them and buy any of them. So, Doug, we're, we're talking about, uh, about movies. We're talking about the truth that is in some of the science fiction movies and some of the horror movies that's right. buried in the midst of all the drama. And there's so much violence. What, 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 I, what I am trying to be able to do, and I'm wondering if you are, is where, where possible, not only to, to say that some of these things are real, like you might, be able, you might be communicating with a deceased relative, but that you have powers within you that are not, you're not allowed to have because society says they don't exist in you. Absolutely. Are you... And what are the uh, good? And because I'm trying to help people find their capacities, and I see hints about that in a couple of books that are here uh, being presented at the Virginia Festival of the Book this week, of women writing about young women who have capacities, um, but then they put them down in a way that kind of says it kind of it doesn't pay much attention to them, even though that's a central part of the the story. It's more about how the relationships pan out, which I think is important. In your St. Augustine trilogy, what are some of the, the powers that you are saying kids might have? And I would look at telepathy, clairvoyance, and precognition as some of those. Yeah, telepathy is, is a definite one that I, that I go into. That Eventually, Carla, who is Jeff's girlfriend, Jeff and Carla, as time progresses in the trilogy, develop a mental telepathy connection that is extremely deep and is extremely useful in the development of their relationship. And, of course, the boyfriend-girlfriend thing is always important to kids. And using that telepathy thing, could we have, we have these things happen all the time. Oh, I was just thinking about that. I was just thinking of you. You just said what I was thinking. And that type of thing, kids know, happen all the time. So... I developed that until really the third book of the trilogy where Jeff and Carla don't even have to talk anymore virtually. They are communicating by, via telepathy, which, of course, is a, is a real big extrapolation. But it's something that can, kids can relate to, and they, 
And through that process, even though it's fiction, if the kids are still saying, I wonder if that could happen, if it's happening maybe to Jeff, even though he's a fictional character and Carla, could that happen with me? Because I know some of this happens periodically, and I'm going to keep watching for that, and maybe some more of it will happen. But do Jeff and Carla communicate at a distance as well as in person? Yes, but more closely when they're closer together, it's it's easier. Oh, yeah, it's easier because uh, I'm I'm looking at some of the science fiction movies like the Cloud Atlas, for example, where people are communicating oh, yeah. with without cell phones. And the way they do it is by almost like pushing a button in their mind that I want to call somebody. And, exactly. And that's what I think we have to develop. There's a lot of fear that in telepathy, um, you, you, you'll be overwhelmed with uh, what other people are thinking. And they're or movies. People, yeah, or people seeing what your thoughts are and not wanting to expose that. Yes. And I, I don't know how... Um, true that will be uh, as with most things it's going to be true for some people where they'll be overwhelmed or they will feel like they're being looked at and then sometimes that's psychotic and sometimes it might be real but I'm thinking that it's not quite so easy to be telepathic with people that it's not something you just walk into and suddenly you're flooded with it that it's something that can de develop almost like what you're describing with Jeff and Carla in the in the book that 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 they notice that it's happening in little ways and then they look at it and then try to see if it's really happening right now and then they can turn it on and off is what I'm thinking when they're separate. Absolutely, absolutely. So, okay. It, it, feels, it feels safe then and that's what I'm trying to get. I'm yeah. trying to get kids yeah. to feel the safety of this. And how are you going around to try to, how are you trying to convince, can support the idea of safety for them? Well, really, it's it's just um, trying to talk to kids. When I get that opportunity, which I don't have very often, is to discuss that and how it works in my life in a positive way. Just like my daughter and I, we have that connectivity. I mean, every week I'm about to call her. I'm She's about to email me. I'm about to text her. And, and I, we both then get a communication from the other at that exact time. And that happens to kids a lot of and to me, I just say, look, this is this is a positive thing. It shows your direct linkage to people, yeah. usually people you like. And so, therefore, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a good, positive thing. And how have you and your daughter built on that? We just remark on it all the time. Hey, we still got it, don't we? Yes, sir. And now I have a granddaughter who's four years old. And we raised our we raised our kids, my daughter and son. To, have, to think of these things as a normal way of existence, a normal way of thinking, acting, reacting. And now, even though my daughter's not writing about the paranormal like I do, she's raising her daughter in the same way to allow her little spirit and her little abilities to develop. And they really are, because that kid's a very perceptive perceptive little girl. So and what kind it's of going through the family, and I love it. What kind of abilities does your granddaughter start starting to oh, have? The same, the same type of thing. Sometimes she'll say exactly what we're thinking, and has an intellect that'll pierce right right through to things. And she has talked to me about. She says, "You know, I was your mother one time." <laughs> she so said that. It gets into that. It gets into that reincarnation potential. And she said that, "Yeah, you're my little boy," and I'm going. Oh. And I don't. I try not to push that too much and probe it. But she is just as certain of that as, as I am talking to you right now. 
Wow. I've heard of that um, in families from India, uh, and yeah. they're close families that believe in this sort of thing. But here, you're the first American family that I've heard where, where one of the kids says, I'm your, I'm, I'm your relative from a previous <laughs> life. That, that is, yeah, it's quite startling coming out of the mouth of a three-year-old. She was three when she first said that. It is. And does she, does she present any evidence that she knew your mother? No, knows. no, I've I've had no evidence yet, and I didn't want to push it too much, so I just kind of watched it and see see what happens. Wow. And with your daughter, um, do you communicate at a distance besides the time um, besides that we're uh, that you want to call each other? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. But when she was small, Barb and I had similar, even more startling events happen with her, because. For a while, when she was three or four years old, we would feel her walk into our bedroom at night, crawl up on the bed, and start playing with us. And both of us would wake up and realize she wasn't really there. We could actually feel her hands and feet on the bed, and she wasn't there. She was, she was, I guess, traveling out of body. And Barb and I had had that happen for a couple of months, and neither one said anything to the other because we would thought the other would think we were crazy. But it turns out we were sharing that same type of thing, so... Our little girl was spirit traveling at night. And you could feel her. That's the nice thing about it. And yeah, each I of you. Just, and each I of you. I've never thought of physical manifestation like that, but I'm telling you, I could feel the pressure on the, on the uh, blankets and on the uh, bed itself. Just amazing. And that is, that, that's, that's very, that's very good. Uh, um, this this patient I told you about that had the that it was like I was being a medium with her. There's there's something about her mind that is different from a lot of the minds that walk into my office. I'm a psychiatrist. I do psychotherapy with people, right. and and I I'm trying to define the quality of that mind. Um, but it's it's very open. She's she likes the Marvel universe she's in that universe she thinks like that i think that marvel universe is and, and stuff like that is setting kids up for what you're trying to deliver and what i'm hoping to deliver too but i talk to adults and you're going to kids but it, the kids need to know it's all right it's all right baby it's all right the kids need to, <laughs> the kid needs to know it it's a song like that the kid needs to know it's all right uh, what other? What other? Your you, your book of uh, your first book with Barb is like documenting, I guess, some of the psychic experiences that you had in your family, like the one you just told us. Yeah, the things uh, started piling up years ago, and it got so voluminous that we you know had tons of material, and we just said, let's try writing a book. We had no idea how difficult that was, or to get published. But uh, in essence, Barb became a transmedium. Through that uh, process, she we said started out with uh, automatic writing, and then she started speaking information from what we call the source, which could be her higher power, could be God, you know, whatever. But uh, she would uh, do this delivery of information, and I would be the questioner and the secretary to write things down. So that's information we got from the source, and we actually wrote those pieces of information into the book about developing the family psychic mechanism. And that's what we want to do. We said an American family's journey into the psychic. Because we, we did also did a lot of book signings, and 
the number of people who would come up to us and say, thank God you're doing this because we can't talk to anybody about this. And uh, frankly, there were a lot of uh, born-again people who said our community thinks this stuff is from Satan, and uh, thank you for doing this. It's really important that, that you do it, and I, I appreciate it more than I can say. I can't even tell my husband. Um, we're coming to the end of this segment, and I want to be able to pick up on the connection with the source that Barb did, because uh, when I'm writing now, uh, I get a little message sometimes, get out of the way. You're listening yeah. to connect. You're listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. We're talking with Doug Dillon. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. 
Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick. Sorry, kids. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. WellTV.com Doom, 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 boom, boom, boom. Welcome back to CC with BB. Yes, I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and we are talking with Doug Dillon. And we we're getting the end of that last segment um, was a song also from um, my album with uh, Francesco Ronchetti, who did the music for it. And you can get it on Spotify, Connecting with Coincidence, and iTunes, Connecting with Coincidence Songs. But there's also something else we got at the end of this last segment. We're, talk- we're talking about Doug Dillon's wife, Barb, getting in tune with the source uh, or something that pretty much dictated good parts of his book on family and parapsychology, his family and parapsychological experiences. And knowing this source, believing that you can be dictated to, that information can come through you if you stay out of the way. And uh, it's happened to me when I'm writing this next book. I'm writing another book on coincidences. And I get a message to stay out of the way is to let it flow through me. And I told a friend of mine who works with lots of authors, and he hears the same thing. So for us... Doug, for t- to talk about Barb's experience, my, descri- my describing my experience, and this friend of mine saying that he has other authors saying the same thing, it becomes evidence that we can become conduits for information that can be useful to other people. Absolutely. No question about that. Barb Could was you kind of me? an unwilling, unwilling passenger, <laughs> though. I mean, she, she didn't think she was going to be doing this and, and had no idea. And, she, and she's saying, where is this stuff coming from? And she was worried about people thinking she was crazy, hallucinating, and uh, hearing voices and all that type of thing. But, but the information that came through was just, in fact, one of the things you'll be interested in, one of the very first things the source said to us is pay attention to the patterns the patterns, P-A-T-T-E-R-N-S, of existence. And we had no idea what that meant. But over the years and decades since then, the patterns of existence have become so clear like in so what? many ways, including like, like. by coincidences. Coincidences are patterns of existence that we, we never really paid attention to and how that can lead to understandings. So there's all kinds of things like that. And you're, you're right, getting out of the way is critical, and that's why... As, as I have developed my meditative practices over the years, the more I do that, the more coincidental, synchronistic events happen. In fact, the more detailed and intricate they become. So you're right, getting out of the way, and in meditation, that's what you're doing. You're kind of, in fact, mine's a, Buddha, mine's a Buddhist meditation, and really the deconstruction of the self is one of the key things there, and it really, really helps to get 
you out of the way so that you can have more experiences. Uh, the title of one of my chapters in this new book is Patterns. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I love patterns. And I, I, I ask people sometimes, do you like patterns? And I usually know who I'm asking, and they love patterns. And there's, there's something satisfying about seeing patterns around us. There's something that makes us feel like good about it. It's a, what I are, think it's a connectivity. It's a <laughs> connectivity. Of, it's a warm blanket around you. That's how I feel about it anyway. That's a, that's a good analogy. Um, it's, it's one of my one of my other patients said that uh, when she she finds a good pattern, she says it's like uh, your mother putting a, a warm blanket on top of you and saying good night. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, just, what are some of the other patterns that you, you've observed over the years? Well, uh, you know the the types of coincidences, the series of coincidences that get so intricate that a multiplicity of things, and it's almost like a weaving of a, of a garment. Mm-hmm. And the, I had one experience called, I call it the breaker box entanglement. I don't know if we probably don't have a lot of time to get into it, but there's a series of events where our electrician said, hey, you know, you've got a breaker box that uh, has caused fires you might want to think about. You might want to think about replacing that, and it was going to be a thousand dollars. And we said, no, we don't want to do that. But there was a whole series of events, including a, including a burned-out house in our neighborhood, from one of the, the breaker boxes like ours that was put into these houses in 1976. That all the way it was telling us, we thought it was telling us that we needed to do something, but we tried to ignore that. We don't want to be controlled. But in the end, so many things happened. We had the breaker box repaired. And so those type of patterns sometimes can lead to decision-making. It could be dangerous, too, because sometimes people create patterns and leads them into being on a mountaintop thinking the world's going to end when it really, it really isn't. And that's so important because the way of thinking that we're talking about is like conspiracy theories. Exactly. And I, 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 it's, they're like conspiracy theories in that conspiracy theories are based on the idea that there are no accidents, that everything's connected, and that um, things aren't what they appear to be. Right. And, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> What's the difference, Doug? What's the difference between conspiracy theories and what we're talking about? Well, it's a matter of evidence, and that's when Barb and I did on radio shows for our first book is that, you know, whatever you believe, you know, cut it in half, cut it in half again, and then look for evidence. Make sure that it's working. Is it positive for you in your life? Is it positive for others? And, you know, if you're being told to do something, make sure that you are looking at it very carefully. Take it with a grain of salt. Add up the facts. Study it. In fact, with this whole thing on the breaker box entanglement, Barb and I kept doing research on the internet consistently about breaker boxes and how, you know, and that the, the experience on the internet multiple multiple times led us to the same conclusion that we needed to do something. So it's a matter of it's a matter of evidence in this world of potential fake news. As you know, it it gets to be quite a thing of taking things on total faith, which you should never do. I really appreciated what you just said about evidence. You, it was 
not just look at the evidence. You went down a list of four or five things about what to look for for evidence. And and one of the key things is, does it work? <laughs> is it good for other people? Yeah. That, that, those are those are evidentiary uh, findings. And the, 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 the conspiracy theories just are, I like to believe it, so I'll believe it. Exactly, yep. And I, I, you know the phrase, if you see the Buddha on the road, kill him? <laughs> uh, yes, it's, I do, I do. It, I think that's what it means, is like, uh, don't let the Buddha tell you what to do, do it yourself. Exactly, and the Buddha would say, the essence of Buddhism from Buddha himself said, hey, you know, experience it, look at it, study it. If you don't think it's any good, give it up. Very good. Well, let's let's uh, let's perhaps end with a an, another one of your um, your coincidences, perhaps. Considering how the internet has tremendously increased connectivity between people, what relationships, coincidences have you had with the internet? Well, the one that really stands out in my mind, I call it the infinite hummingbird uh, synchronicities. On my window, I have a, my computer faces my, my window out into my backyard, and on the window is a um, stained glass, piece of stained glass of a hummingbird. And one day I was looking, just having my fact that hummingbird stained glass was from my mom's house after she died. And I was looking at that one day, and all of a sudden, a hummingbird came out of the yard and hovered directly behind the stained glass hummingbird, almost mirroring the exact image of that hummingbird, and then flew off. <laughs> and I thought, well, what a great little coincidence. I love it. Mom was saying hello. I'm going to make a little blog post about that and share that with people, which I did. And, well, I posted it on my on my website, I posted it on Facebook, had dinner that night, and I came back to my computer, and I had a Google alert. It said, join Doug Dillon on Facebook. And I thought, oh, okay, that's my that's what I just posted. I went to that Facebook posting, and here, sure enough, it said Doug Dillon, and there was a beautiful butterfly on this on this uh, Facebook page. The only thing, it was not my, my Facebook page. It was another Doug Dillon. It looked almost identical to the posting I did on my blog. And here it is, Doug Dillon. And so I looked at this Doug Dillon and, and looked into his information on his Facebook page, and it turned out that we're both educators. We're both educators in Florida. We had both been educators in Florida schools. We're both retired, and we both like history. We both went to state universities in the state of Florida. So here's a bunch of coincidences that just flew right directly to me and when i contacted this other doug dylan he said i've i got one for you he said he was a educator in north florida i live in central florida he had visited years ago the school board in orange county where i was where i was the director of staff development and he happened to walk by my office and the thing is i was out that day traveling and he looked and he saw doug dylan and tried to see if, see if he could find me, but I was out. And so he, the coincidence of him being in the same school system, finding my office was just astounding. So all these things together, multiplicity just really blew my mind. So I had to, of course, write another blog post about that. Yeah, of course you did. 
Uh, it's it, it, we're coming to the end, Doug, and of uh, this, and it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to hear your stories. They're so real, and they're so like every day, uh, and they're so like what other people are experiencing out there. So you're a wonderful representation, re a representative of coincidences and paranormal out there in the real world. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Bernie. It's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. You're, you've been listening, connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Biteman, MD. We've been talking with Doug Dillon. By writing her address on the label with the message, please return to Laura If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.